2: Welcome to this week's episode of Free Men and a Little Virus. Yes, this is me, Mark Cridland, and uh, I'm the one that tries to hold this whole thing together. And I'm joined by Mr. A.M.J. Adam Morrison Jones and Paul tingy our uh, irregular regular comedians. Uh, this weekend is week 15, and we're calling it for duck's sake, mainly because there's loads of duck puns in this week's show. So, but it's not all bad. So we talk about comedy nights, as uh, AMJ had one uh, earlier this week, and Stand and Deliver is coming back next week. We talk about Scrooge McDuck's net worth, along with other fictional characters' net worths. We also talk about the most appealing accents according to a recent survey, uh, and what we're up to this weekend. It mightn't be the most exciting part of it, but we do go on to talk about superheroes and supervillains as well. So. Uh, we talked about the public toilets in Tokyo that are a little bit different from normal as well as uh, urinals in Europe, so yeah, a bit of toilet talk going on there. Uh, AMJ and Paul discuss their most awful comedy night situations that they've been in. So, yeah, there's some weird stories. And of course, Paul does his film review, which is The Meg. Yeah, so if you want to find out more about The Meg, then uh, stay tuned for that one. And a nice little bit about KFC about it not being finger-licking good anymore. What's that all about? I don't know. Anyway, so sit back and enjoy another week of free Man and a little virus.
1: But first, a word from this week's sponsor. I am me, a man, a serious one, moving through fields and towns, qualified, reasonably fit and capable of financing a small family and transporting them all from A to B. The features of this car are interchangeable with my masculine provider identity. Shielding, understated, silver, humiliating to other fathers, totally unnecessary to my family's requirements. I am the owner of a serious man car, 4x4 edition. What is to drive, to defend, to disrupt, to deride, deliver, dispose, despair, dumbfound, diminish, direct, dampen, tilly-tally. Climb into my man womb, my mobile cave, my silly little me-wagon, all car, all man, all man car, car of man, manly car, man, men, me, please look at me, my seed, my pile of sticks, my winky. Serious Man Car Four x Four Edition.
3: I'm, I'm, I'm happy to sell out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mu- we know how that. Much,
0: how much money did we get for that advert from last week? Then uh, nothing. Really nothing.
2: nothing. I don't know how much we're going to get for the advert for this week. Probably nothing.
0: I thought I thought it's a genuine bona fide advert that was going to make us millions. Uh,
2: did you enjoy the advert last week?
0: I did. It I did make the chortle.
2: Well, the advert for the beginning of this week is uh, it's very similar, but for a larger vehicle. Oh, mm-hmm. i look yeah, forward to it. The, the 4x4 <laughs> version.
3: <laughs> oh, I love that. I love we've hit at like, this level in our careers where we, we're, <laughs> we're putting out our own adverts. Don't,
0: don't yeah. tell the people that.
2: If anyone, anyone uh, does want to uh, take that sponsor shot, you know, the slot at the beginning of the podcast, then uh, get in touch. Podcast at musicalinsights.co.uk or send us a message on Facebook. And we're very yeah. reasonable. Yeah, yes. we we'll take anything. Yes. We'll, no, We no. won't demand much.
3: <laughs> yeah, we, we'll demand something, though. This isn't the comedy circuit. This is a yes. legitimate
2: business. We, yes. we won't Talking demand comedy much. comedy circuit. That's because yes. we won't give you much. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. but yeah, yeah comedy circuit monday's uh comedy show it was uh, it was good i couldn't get down there so i uh, i was one of the ones watching online but yeah it was good
3: what What's your highlight uh the unforeseen uh five minute interval
2: yeah it was good that yeah yeah <laughs> did, did, everyone everyone on zoom going he's gone i think he's gone yeah i think that's <laughs> the end of it even, even the guy yeah. Even the guy who was hosting, what was it, Laughing Horse, what was it? Yeah, yeah, the head of Laughing uh, Horse, yeah, yeah. which is always a nice... Yeah, he, he was like, right, I think we've got Adam back, and nope, nope, he's definitely gone, yeah, he's gone, <laughs> don't know where he yeah, I'm going to keep trying him, and everyone else going, so, what should we do now, then, <laughs> well, I got well, we were waiting, away.
3: like, because I, obviously, I, 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 I'm not used to doing, like, Zoom calls as a gig, but I had... A room full of people in the real world sat in front of me, people outside as well, and the phone. But I just wanted everyone to be as involved as possible. So I took it off the clip into the audience, and I I wanted people to feel like they were there, which I hope you did. And then I put it back on the clip and realised the clip shuts down exactly where the off button is on the phone. (laughs) So somehow managed to turn the phone off. I'd look round, and this was about... Two minutes into the song thinking, Oh crap, no one can see this and these are the people who have paid <laughs> donating money to see this. So yeah, there was an unexpected interval. But thank you everyone who attended in some way or uh shared it on Facebook or social media. It was a really good night and it was just uh yeah, it was it felt good to be back.
0: Yeah. And so, it and was fun. And you're back again next Friday.
3: I am indeed at good old stand Ooh, and deliver.
2: Tell us um, more, Paul.
0: Well, if you're if you're round, and you can also be thin to enjoy the entertainment, um, get yourself down to Dover on the fourth of September for a fantastic night of comedy where AMJ will be there and mm. a whole host of classic stars. Who, who and, else?
2: Jim
3: who Davidson. Who else?
0: Um, so, line-up might change, depending on if people get paid gigs, but we have got Luke Adams, Adam Morrison-Jones, Ribs Norman, Padua, <laughs> Tim Powell, Gav Dorian, Michael Prendergast, Trevor Feelgood... Sam White, Ooh. but he's dropped out, and oh. El Baldino.
2: That's a really good lineup.
0: It is. Yeah. I've never uh, had one that large.
2: Uh, how are these? How is it all going to work? Before the social distancing and all that, going to work? How, how is it going to work? How do people prepare themselves for this night of comedy?
0: Um, however, you would prepare yourself for going into a bar or cafe, and oh. the the if you could let me know that you're coming in advance. So message me at PaulTingy15 at gmail.com and I'll ensure that there's a table there for you. Or I will message you saying, Hard cheese, old boy. It's sold out.
2: Have you got got an event page up on Facebook, haven't you? Can they just message on there if they can't remember your email address?
0: Of course they can. Eh,
2: Much easier. And how much is this night of comedy going to cost people?
0: However much you want to donate. 50 pounds oh lovely and all the money that's that's
2: the recommended donation
0: yes all all money raised will be going to click sergeant or i should say all profit raised shall be going to click sergeant Um, they are a fantastic charity who help um, teenagers with cancer
2: oh that's a beautiful thing yeah yeah well done, Mr. T. So wow. is it is it good to be uh, bringing back comedy in Dover, you guys?
3: I uh, I really enjoyed it. Like, honestly, I love gigging in Dover anyway because this is where I, I cut my teeth, like, in more ways than one. Uh, but it, it just felt so good on Monday of just being like, this is what i got to do. This, this is it. This is what I want to do until I'm in my 80s and on my deathbed. Like, it felt amazing. And especially... We've had such a year with COVID and everything that's gone on. It was that it was that thing where you go, Do you know what? We've still got this. We've still got laughter, and no can take that away from us. You're yeah. listening to a documentary on Adam's life, where it yes. will be played at the end.
2: Now we've had uh, we had last week's show was uh, called Bleep because there was a lot of bleeps last week. So um, so that's only two bleeps for this week's show already, but. <laughs> But we're, we're working it out. Uh,
3: have I bleeped probably not. yet? Can't
2: you say the no, beep? not yet. Yeah. Probably not. We're probably to get in trouble with um, with like iTunes for that. So oh, I'll really? have to bleep. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Was... I, Apple are quite strict.
0: What are we going to do? Lose, lose our sponsorship money from them? <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> no, we just want to have the show on there. Which, oh. uh, which, which is handy.
0: Yeah.
3: They, they well, might spend... just demand money that they think we're making the future back. Imagine that.
0: We're well, saying that, though, MJ, have you seen Critter's new car? And he's got a nice new house. Has he? Yeah.
3: Oh, I've noticed yeah. him driving around town, just waving, throwing yes. money at the poor people out the window.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. New new car, new house, both from the Lego store. <laughs>
0: and a oh. brand new swimming pool. Uh, also, <laughs> yeah. that's not Lego from the store. Lego store.
3: He did the Scrooge McDuck with that, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, how be- did he not smash his face up when he went into all those gold coins? That's what I, I wanna know.
2: Because because the bills protected him. Hey, which which could be used in any way, see, see? <sighs> see good not- that's another one that <laughs>
3: anyway. that annoyed me with him swimming in those coins. Is like how did he have that much loose change? Like if you're a billionaire, which I don't know Scrooge McDuck's net worth at the time.
0: Trillionaire.
3: Like, was he Let's a trillionaire? Yeah. yeah. How much was Scrooge McDuff actually worth? Google
0: mm-hmm. it. Cool. You, you i Google it. you two carry on being funny.
3: I reckon it's a silly <laughs> amount of money. I reckon it's... I reckon it's, it must be millions. It was a 90. Like um, 100 quid used to seem like a massive amount back then.
2: Yeah, I mean, you think uh, like Austin Powers. In Austin Powers, then Dr. Evil asked for a million dollars and he all yeah. laughed it's so, like, yeah, that's just silly <laughs> yeah, You know <laughs> that for a million dollars No <laughs> uh, Anyway, how have you been uh, have you been, AMJ? I've you been very yourself? good Yeah, and, you know gig on Monday. Life is
3: very Smooth at the moment I've been uh, working out How to like do the new show And some other little bits and bobs That are hopefully Might not happen this year But definitely happening in January Which is always a
2: smooth thing Ooh, mm, criminal. Oh, mm, have you found out how much Scrooge McDuck is worth?
0: Yeah, I found out just as you were asking out in jail. I was about to say no one cares about him, but I thought that would be rude.
2: <laughs> uh, but you still said
0: it. $44.1 billion or £27 billion. How um,
3: did he make that money?
0: Um, Faberge egg counterfeits.
3: What, because he's a duck? He, he yep. laid them. <laughs> he laid
0: Faberge eggs. <laughs> well, that'd be amazing for the boy um, it, it would but yeah. the thing is there, there is a there, there's a, there is a top 15 um, Forbes released a top 15 of uh, fictional wealthiest imaginary character, their characters oh, can
3: we have a guess who's on the list why not I'm thinking Bruce Wayne is head of this list uh, richie rich needs to be on there and who else was a really rich and tony stark
0: okay what about yourself critters who are you guessing
2: mm. yeah i would have gone for tony stark as well that would have been my my top choice on there um i can't i can't think of any other ones that would fit the bill as it were
3: Yeah. Um, some good duck puns from you tonight, man. Your work is <laughs> stellar.
2: <laughs> and, uh, you know what it is? It's because I've been in the office all day and my brain's been just constantly on work. Now it's like, hey, let's have some fun.
3: Exactly. Now it's
0: time for him to uh, get down.
2: Get down. down. Get down. Do you want to get that's funky? A,
0: that's a, that's another duck pun, by the way. Yeah. Down.
2: Very There's... good. It was down, down, down. Nice, uh, really. t-
0: however. So, this, this list is from 2019. So, oh, they have couldn't, up... you couldn't even get an
2: updated one for duck's sake. This,
0: <laughs> this is the latest one. Um, oh. and they, they've um, updated Scrooge McDuck, so they put in the inflation, and so that was the money how much he was worth when he first appeared.
1: Ooh.
0: Um, so, he's in a fourth place, and he's now worth 8.2 billion.
2: Limey,
3: I'm paying off for him what he's doing,
0: yeah. Ooh. So, um, I'm afraid uh, the guy that you went with, Iron Man, him very self, is mm. not in the top 15,
2: really. Really, yeah,
0: that's because he's dead, yeah. I suppose he is. Spoiler alert, what? I've <laughs> not seen like, the last one yet.
3: It's been like three years. I, I think I think you can, you can hold back for like four months at most,
2: yeah. I suppose. Uh,
3: but Bruce, Bruce Willis is a ghost as well.
0: What? What? Whilst at it,
3: yeah.
0: What, in Die Hard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the magical twist to that film.
2: <laughs> Yippee kai, hey, I'm dead.
3: <laughs> He's just running from himself. Yippee kai boo. Yippee kai boo. <laughs> oh, i <is> it... <laughs> got to think of other Bruce Willis films where he would be a ghost.
0: Uh, oh, uh, that would be a bit weird um look who's talking now oh yeah Oh, he was the he was the ghost baby in train spotting
3: yeah that'd be pretty creepy mm. yeah maybe it's the voice of casper he comes up far too regular in my conversations of recent it, it does yeah, don't yeah what that is,
0: don't you, Andrew? why because he's a cool guy
3: he's a cool guy Love the movie, love Casper, and I watched love, it love that recently.
0: Film. Love the film.
3: Not that great, but got Bill Pullman in it,
0: and Casper,
3: yeah. and Casper. Yep. Yeah. not to be confused with TJ Casper, the guy who did Cha Cha Slide.
2: <laughs> no, or Casper the uh, Dessert Place. Mm. Uh, who else is on this list then?
0: <laughs> so, um, you you said Bruce Wayne, didn't you, AMJ? Yeah. He's on there. He's, he's seventh with uh, six point three billion. Wow. Uh, Richie Rich is up there, twenty four point seven billion at second. Ooh. Um. At fifteenth, you've got Jay Gatsby. Okay.
2: Uh,
0: as in the Great Gatsby. Oh. Uh. You is, then got.
2: Is Donald Trump on there?
0: Uh, no. Remember, this is uh, fictional or unseen characters.
2: I wish he was unseen.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> well
3: <laughs> or unseen. The shade, characters. Of it,
0: the shade of his um s- orangeness he will not be unseen. Um <laughs> then there's Gordon Gecko in 14th. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea. He's uh, from uh, Wall Street. Is he from Wall Street guy? Yeah, that's the, that's the dude. Ah. Uh, I thought that was based on a true story. Um mm. Then you have Corella Deville, who's worth just under one billion. Yeah. Then you have Charles Foster Kane and C. Montgomery Burns, who uh, oh who yeah,
2: are, yeah, good point, that's
0: $1 billion each. Urich Goldfinger from James Bond, J.R. Irving, two point eight billion
3: from Dallas. Lex- not to be confused with J.R. Hartley.
0: No. <laughs> Uh, because he was real, and his his fishing books earned him a grand total twenty nine billion pounds. True Demony. that. Uh, Lex Luthor is at eighth. Of course. Uh, yeah. Bruce Wayne seventh. Willy Wonka in at sixth.
2: Mm. Uh, <laughs> <eight> Even after <laughs> the uh, the trial cruelty case.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I spelt Willie really wrong as well
3: uh, <laughs> I, just, I just think like if, if it was real and he was one of the richest people in the world wouldn't that be a great way to lead your life going what are you going to do build a fantastic factory full of sweets,
0: and, and I'm yes. going to turn the fat kid into a big fatter kid yeah. um, first and hell the third I don't uh, know who that is no, me neither Uh, Scrooge McDuck at fifth Yeah Oliver Daddy Warbucks at third Wasn't Wasn't he um, One of the Beverly Hillbillies I think so Ten billion dollars he's worth And Richie Rich at second And this is um, So this is This is the false Fictional Or Unseen real people list because at number one, Santa Claus, Father Christmas.
2: Why is he so rich? Um, he doesn't charge net, any money.
0: His net worth is infinity. Whoa, whoa, his, whoa, business, whoa, whoa. his
2: business model is completely flawed because he doesn't actually charge any money.
0: He charges yeah. me enough money when it comes to, when he charges me for the kids' Christmas presents.
2: Well, I suppose that he would make money
3: from that side of it. But as a business plan, you've got to pay out, one, for the station for the elves to work. Two, you've got to sign them up with the unions. Three, uh, You need to sort the out food. the accommodation. You've got, you need the food.
0: That's where he gets the money from.
3: Is it? Well, I reckon
0: he they've got a good him. union in the elves. No.
3: I, I reckon you're wrong, Paul. It, it's like uh, cruise so, like ships. They need to feed them. You, you, can't, you can't just put people in the North Pole and then say you've got to go and nip down the shops to get your food.
0: AMJ, they think they've got a good union, but it's actually just Santa Claus in disguise every time they have a union meeting. So they're all happy. They think they've got the greatest union ever, and they all think it's all right to have reindeer legs every day for lunch.
2: is is that what elves eat
0: now well well, they do and if they're lucky they get out in the soup
3: Uh, I'll tell you a funny story about this and I need to think of the correct way to word it Uh, there was once a friend of mine who was uh, like helping Father Christmas out with his sleigh and on that slate, two reindeers were pulling him. Now, a lot of people don't know this, but reindeers' antlers tend to fall off during November and December. Like yes, that, they that, do. that that's that's a cycle. so that's uh, recycled. So just before he was about to go out and greet this crowd, uh, half an antler fell off and uh, knocked him on the leg. Oh, yeah, and it, it, I don't think he ever truly recovered because then he got back off after the, the little parade and the whole of the antler then fell off and there was quite
2: a bit of blood Ooh, Ooh. nice
3: yeah so uh <laughs> you know but, uh,
2: ew, ew. Uh, but going, I was going back to elves if elves elves were eating uh like reindeer legs you know it reminds yeah. me i had that, i had that one time that i was gonna have a, a double uh, venison burger then i realized that the yeah, it was too yeah. dear mm. That's good. That you're all
3: about it today. The puns, isn't you? Oh, dear,
2: Yeah.
3: I don't think I've ever had venison.
2: No, no it's venison.
3: nice. I just, I think I'm a lot nicer to animals that are cute.
0: I found it a bit doughy.
2: Did
3: you?
0: Um, oh. But Oliver, Daddy Warbucks, I was wrong. He's he's not uh, one of the Beverly Hillbillies. Uh, he from the original Annie film. He's the one that adopts
3: her. Ah. Hmm. The thing yeah. is with this list is it's not like the real one. Because if you were Disney going, Scrooge McDuck's only fourth place, it's like, write it in. Write it in. He's inheriting more money. <laughs> yeah. well, I would with that. The Queen? She's not fictional.
0: Yeah. No, but that's the way he's got the money from.
3: Oh, I see. You were you, you were giving Disney a little leg up there.
0: Yeah.
3: Mm. I, uh or maybe he inherited the money from the band, Queen.
2: Maybe. maybe Who was, knows? There was
3: something written in I Want It All where it was actually just asking Scrooge for his money <laughs> and he acquired the copyrights to it.
2: Yeah, yeah just the thing is, Scrooge McDuck was... Uh, I Scottish. want
0: to be free. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Right, anyway, um, said so about Scrooge McDuck and his uh, and his Scottish accent. Have you seen that the the world's most appealing accents have been
0: revealed? Oh, has it been updated? I've been waiting for this. Yes, it, a is brand it, new it, study. Dover?
2: No, no, unfortunately not. No, but uh, a brand new study. It's just uh, been announced uh, just a few days ago, actually. The eighty-six percent. Of women, now it's, it's obviously uh, different different accents that appeal to different sexes. So, what do you reckon the most the world's most appealing accent is to eighty six percent of all women that was that was re- yeah, yeah. surveyed? What do you reckon the most oh. appealing accent in a man so that a woman finds attractive?
0: Five years ago, it was Geordie. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> well, um, I hate it. Well, what would it be now? Um, oh, it's got to be Italian or French, hasn't it? I'm, I'm going to go left
3: wing. I'm going to go with either Scottish or Cockney. Peruvian. Yeah.
2: Peruvian. <laughs> no. Uh AMJ got it on the knuckle there. It's yeah, 86% of women found that the Scottish accent on a man is the most appealing to hear. Mm-hmm. That's um, how
3: I'm, he's got all that money.
2: He conned people. Yes, his accent. What What do you reckon is in second place for the most appealing for uh, that women found the most appealing? Seventy two percent of uh, of women said this was their second that doesn't add up
0: to favorite.
2: 100. No, no, they, 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 these same people said it was their second favorite.
0: Oh, okay, Irish. Yeah, I'll go mm. with Irish as well.
2: No, uh, no, wrong wrong way Well wrong, wrong end of the uh, Wrong end of the world
0: Australian?
2: Yes, Australian, yes Women think that, uh, well 72% of women Think that Australian uh, That guy comes in at a close second On the uh, favouritest Most appealing accent so, uh, so guys, if you're looking for uh, Looking for love Then either pretend to be Scottish Or Australian Or Blend it. Have a bit of Scottish Frikey. and Australian.
0: Look at that, Sheila. I wouldn't mind throwing my shrimp on her Barbies. Oh, are we, did someone leave home and away on in the background? <laughs> <laughs> day, my name's Jim and this is Tim and together we're naive.
3: <laughs> I wish I could do accents, but like, I tried doing I... one the other day and it was so disastrous. I, I haven't quite recovered from the moment.
0: I'll be uh, honest, so do I, AMJ. As you can hear, I'm, I'm terrible at them. You're not too <laughs> well, bad. Anyway,
2: right, so that, that was what women fe- uh, found appealing. What do you reckon is the uh, the most popular, uh, most appealing accent for men uh, to like on a woman?
0: I, I I would go Spanish or Southern American. Ooh,
2: like Brazil. straight in there with Spanish. Yes, Spanish was the uh, the most uh, uh, most pleasing to the male ear. Apparently, uh, what do you reckon come in second then? AmJ, your turn to have a guess. Ooh.
3: Spanish. I'm trying to think of all the. Is it, is it? I'm gonna go a bit kind of different on it. I'm gonna go Dutch.
2: You're gonna go Dutch, you? Right? Yeah. Uh, Spit spitting the bill.
0: There's <laughs> another duck pan. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, no, I reckon. No. I reckon I'm going to because I know somebody of this accent and all oh, and also I quite like modern family and I know that's more Colombian, but I'm going to go Brazilian.
2: Wow, you would say that and you would be 50 percent right. Oh. oh. It is the uh, Brazilian Portuguese, Portuguese accent. Yes, yeah. Brazilian Portuguese to be precise. Sure. So, uh, yeah, not just your normal Brazilian and not just normal Portuguese. No, Brazilian Portuguese. That's a well-shaven Portuguese.
3: That, that is that is like narrowing <laughs> your Tinder search down somewhat, isn't it? <laughs> it
2: really is. Yes, yeah, that's, that's quite specific. But, yes, yeah, so apparently, so... Um, <laughs> Spanish accent on a lady, most popular, uh, closely followed by uh, Brazilian Portuguese. So, uh, ladies, if you're looking for love, then uh, mix up a bit of Spanish and Portuguese, and uh, see what you get. To
3: I was going to finish with like a Spanish accent. Said like seeing as I worked two years with mainly Spanish and Italian kids, didn't pick up a thing. No, not even. That that is how British I am. Ciao, (laughs) ciao. Uh, did you
2: did you do the uh, the stereotypical British thing and just shout loudly?
0: Well, no, because they were all
3: they they all came and they all spoke in English. But,
0: uh, AJ, you want to be careful how you say that.
3: Yeah, yeah, I realised the moment <laughs> I said it. of going that's that. They all came, and
0: it was great. Uh, it's like but, the School of Rock. I'm pretty sure all... <laughs> I've touched all your kids, and they've all touched me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, I just just, like everyone to know i have a full dbs check now (laughs) i I had an agent (laughs) who said to me once and it was the most weirdest thing you know like like people hit 65 and say to himself i couldn't give a toss anymore i'm gonna live my life to the full i'm just gonna say or do whatever i think those type of people yeah yeah know some of them my, yeah, yeah, my agent once said to me, going, oh, I don't see the point of these DBS checks." And I was like, well, they're good, though, aren't they? Because they stop, like, evil and wrong people getting into holiday parks, getting into schools." So and he said, yeah, Adam, but the thing is, a good paedophile never gets cool. <laughs> and I remember just standing there with, with like, another entertainer just looking at... Oh, what? And he looked at me, I looked at him, Go, what'd you say? What'd you say back to that? And he go, yeah, you've got a point there. But, yeah, that, there's some advice... <laughs> Don't get caught. Don't get <laughs> just. Why so? Why would you say that out loud? Like as a human being, who's meant to be looking after a team of entertainment? Mind boggles.
2: So uh, anyway, I asked that AMJ. How has been? How is week's been? How's yours been, Mister Paul?
0: Um, it's been all right. It's been a real topsy turvy week since we last Ooh. recorded. But a uh... bit of a roller coaster. Yeah, it's been a bit of a roller coaster. Reminds Life me, I'm off to this weekend. Ooh,
2: um, really? Yeah. Mm, let's hope um, the weather stays up, stays nice.
0: No, I I want it to be bad, because then there's less people in the park and I'll get to go on more rides.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I like your thinking. I
0: like Thank your you. thinking.
3: I, uh, I, I really want to go to Chesington. Like I haven't been in so long. I'm feeling... I, I need to visit it soon. Like, obviously, there's no bubble works now. Is Beano uh, Town still there?
0: Uh, yeah, Beano Town still there. Oh, well, I thought you actually,
3: said Beano. Beano Town still there? Or is it called the BBC <laughs> in the 70s? Oh,
0: no, you've been caught out. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: dear.
0: So, uh... what about you? What about you, critters? How's your week been?
2: Yeah, busy, really busy getting uh, ready for the weekend. So, you're going to Chessington and I'm going to be up at Lydden Hill Raceway. Uh, well, on the uh, Sunday and Monday, anyway, they're going to call it Monday, the bank holiday Monday, because it's the very first round, opening round of the brand new Rally Cross Championship, which is the Five Nations British Rallycross Championship hosted by uh, Motorsport UK. So, yeah, oh, yeah, it's going to be a good one loads and loads and loads of different entries different categories of cars as well so it's going to be a good weekend there's all sorts going on and uh tickets are still available they've not paid me for this by the way
3: that's all right it's all right just, just, just pretend they have it always sounds yeah. better
2: doesn't yeah. it i'm going to be there reporting on behalf of the checkered flag so yeah so it's uh, it's not uh it's not just out on a on a lovely jolly outing i've got to do some work and uh do some reporting back on it also. You know, it's it's not it's not all uh, all fun and games, but it is good fun.
3: You uh, the checkered flag sounds like a really unsuccessful Marvel character that never really made it onto the big screen. <laughs> and he yeah, he no. was
0: 16th in the most richest.
3: Um, <laughs> the checkered flag. <laughs> what would be his superpower of the checkered flag?
2: Um, I don't
0: know. He can finish anything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's actually he's more of a
3: life coach, like there's someone out, making a cake but having a breakdown. In comes the check and flag. Finished. Oh, thank you, check and flag. <laughs> there's a war on. Oh, the check and flag. Draw away. I, I, if we're not selling this idea to Marvel or DC, I'll take DC.
0: I'll
3: Either take her. anyone. I'll take anyone. I'll take the B. Apart from
0: the Nazis, I no. tell you what i I found. Do they make comics poor? <laughs> they
3: figured uh, the industry?
2: They did. They did. Yeah. yeah. But um, no, talking to DC and Marvel. Actually, I came across on Netflix a uh, a new. <laughs> well, it's not new, but it's a recent. Shut up. It's recent. <laughs> a recent DC um, TV <laughs> adaptation. Yeah, you're really putting me off here. But I love the way you extended about
3: what you were saying, what you were saying, because you realized you said I came across. And
2: because it was so infantile, going, yeah, But carry on. Uh, Maturity. Yeah, um, yeah, it it came out a few years back, but it's. (laughs) (laughs) Bloody kids. Uh, Right. People out there never work with uh, kids, animals, or bloody comedians because they think they're funny. (laughs) <laughs> no, like, you're,
3: <laughs> you're delivering the eight grade material here. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, anyway, um, Black, so funny. Lightning. Black Lightning. There you go. There's there's a, a character I'd never heard of before. Uh, it's a DC character, and they made a TV show. And uh, it's quite good, actually. It's basically a guy who uh, yeah, he, he has good electricity that flows through him, and he can, he can hit people with electricity and fire electricity out of his fingers and stuff like that. But they've they've made it like really urban and gritty, and because uh, he's uh, he's blacklining, he's he's a black fella, of course. So yeah. uh, the, the whole the whole cast and crew are of uh, African American descent, and uh, they've they've done a really good job of it. I'm, I'm quite enjoying the series so far. So, have you uh, ever discovered a, a a superhero that you've never heard of before and gone, "Who's this"?
3: I uh, I tell you, someone who I love. And I think it was one of the greatest. It's a villain, by the way, so taking you a bit off piece. My favourite superhero that never worked was Britman, which was a British version of Superman. But like apparently uh the baby landed in England instead of America.
1: And John Cleese
3: wrote it. It's a it's a very old comic, but it's brilliant. But my favourite all time supervillain, next to the Joker, and we get to Batman in a bit. Is the condiment king.
0: Yes.
2: Oh. He, he was heard in the this, Batman man. Lego film as a little Yes, he was.
3: He, yes. he is the greatest thing ever. Like, imagine what could be the worst villain you fight? Someone who can squeeze tomato sauce or mustard in your face. Yeah. Dangerous stuff. Dangerous stuff. Looks a lot like Mr. Freeze did in uh in Batman yeah. the animated series. Weirdly, almost like they pl- plagiarised him.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, have anyone seen the the new the trailer for the Batman?
3: I have. I, I got. Uh, I got. I had mixed emotions. I got very excited because the last film was a train wreck, and uh, I, I watched it back and thought, "Are they just trying to remake the Christopher Nolan ones?" But I did notice as well, if you look at his bat symbol on his suit, it's a broken gun. Really? Yeah, so if you look back mm. at stuff like that thinking that's clever. So I'm a bit excited. I, I was a bit unsure of Robert Patterson, but mm. hey uh, and he is actually wearing eyeliner under the costume, which is something I've been debating for years, because it's like, oh, how does he always turn up with perfect makeup on? <laughs> and so all bat
2: that so you're gonna start wearing eyeliner
3: yeah? oh well I, I used to back in the day
2: but i don't, I don't we've think seen photos can't...
3: we have and we've the dress also... looks fetching on you it did look very good i mean i can't pull it off now just look... you? oh thank you very much paul no Sorry. one wants to see an emo in their 30s do they no one wants to look out and think there's a man with the emo image in his 30s there are
0: still
2: plenty
3: around yeah because... you can begin... Oh, sorry.
0: When you're a man, as soon as you get over the age of 25, you no longer have feelings, so you can't be an emo anymore.
3: It's true men, that. Men
0: aren't meant to have feelings, are they?
3: Well, this is what I've learned over over the years, but it is Is this what ex- your dad's doing? been telling you, Paul?
0: Yeah.
3: You're not allowed feelings, boy.
0: Feelings? You're... feelings. Yeah. That's how you know if something's cold or hot, mate. That's it. Not <laughs> this namby-pamby upset stuff.
2: Go feelings you're going to need some feelings in your teeth
3: if you don't behave what are you so sad for it's almost like people saying horrible stuff
2: to you is affecting you somehow <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you That's... are if you are struggling with your feelings then uh no, of no. call no <laughs> don't, don't call paul <laughs> there's, there's plenty of uh, plenty of help lines
3: out there yeah, seriously, don't <laughs> to calm. They're lovely people. Uh, yes. it, 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 this is what used to be known as a joke.
2: Yes, that's calm. Not Paul. Cool. Don't don't phone Paul. No, no, phone no Paul. He, he won't help you at
0: all. I'm a good listener. Not,
2: just not a good presenter. <laughs> right.
0: no. I'm the only one who's not won an award on this podcast.
2: Exactly.
0: Well, yeah, <laughs> but but.
3: Quite a questionable to say the least aren't they all well yeah 50 meter backstroke i think was actually me but the others <laughs> um, i was up i was up for best newcomer last year i found that hilarious
0: are we are we gonna skip past my favorite superhero oh yeah
2: yeah go on Ed. yeah talk about i
0: don't i don't really like that sort of stuff i've got one what no i have i have arm fall off boy <laughs> what? Arm fall off boy. From what the Legion he... of Superheroes.
2: Really? Yeah. Never he... heard of that. So, he, he... What was his power?
0: <laughs> his arm used to fall off, and with his other arm, he'd pick it up and use it as a club to batter people with.
3: Well, why? Okay. Why did he just have a
0: baseball bat? It well, sounds like something is, out okay. of the boys. So, yeah. it, they, 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 the, the the guys, okay, were trying to, the, the Legion of Superheroes were looking for another superhero to join them, so they held competitions, and he he was a finalist, but he literally fell apart during an attack, and that's why he, they call him Splitter now, whenever he makes an appearance in this things again.
2: It does remind me, actually, saying about weird stuff like that. The uh, the TV series The Boys comes back next Friday with uh, season two, which I'm really excited about because The Boys Ooh. is brilliant. If you if you like your if you like your superheroes with a uh, you know a bit of uh, tongue in cheek, but quite gory and yeah, there's a lot of blood involved. And um, then, yeah, check out The Boys on Amazon. It's uh, it's good. The first season is good. If you and uh, and it's well worth reading the original comic books as well because it's a completely different storyline. So you can read the comic books and watch a TV show and have different stories.
3: So I wrote some notes down and I have realised I've got the wrong notebook with me. I've just got on this piece of paper, which I've realised this is the the podcast. Going like because when i get an idea for a bit i just write down a few words to kind of remind me of it later and i've got disney executive trying to sell the idea of tailspin to make money Ooh. yeah and I, <laughs> I was just looking <laughs> at it thinking what the hell's that got to do with anything <laughs> nothing nothing at all but
2: anyway going back to public toilets you can cut that mark that bit that, that i think that was my, me having a breakdown Anyway, coming back to public toilets. <laughs> uh, have you seen these new public toilets? That are, uh, uh, they've just been opened in Tokyo. And they're, and the Netherlands. They're, uh, they're see-through. What? They're very pretty coloured glass, but they're see-through. It's only when you go inside and, uh, and lock the door that it goes completely opaque, so you can't see in from the outside. But from the inside... You could still see everyone walking past, and so you can sit there nervously whilst having a poo and going and just eyeballing someone as they walk past. Oh, it's, it could be really creepy. But the idea is that you could walk walk up to the public loo, and you could see in straight away and make your decision whether you want to use it based on its cleanliness. Because you can go, well, no, there's a big turd on the floor in that one. I'm not going in there. So you can choose a different one.
3: And where do you say that was?
2: Tokyo and the Netherlands, Paul. Said. We, we
3: had a group of students from Tokyo and uh, we went to Cambridge for the day and we must have visited three public toilets before they decided what they could go in.
2: Yeah, so it looks like the Japanese are quite picky when it comes to uh, toilets.
3: Well, they are clean and I think we needed to be because one of them I looked at and thought, no. I thought, why have they even brought them in? <laughs> But they settle with M&S, so...
2: Yeah. But you know, um, sometimes public toilets, especially, yeah, it's a public toilet in a park, they can be quite cold. And do you know the name of the foundation that's actually made the uh, these, these new special glass outdoor toilets that you can see in? It's called the Nippon Foundation. The what? Nip the Nippon. 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 Nippon, yes. It's quite cold, so you it's might chilly. have i like that
0: yeah yeah
2: true that mm-hmm. but uh yeah designed to make them accessible for everyone regardless of gender age disability and demonstrate the possibilities of an inclusive society so anyone can use these lose uh it doesn't matter any anything any any differences at all everyone is is included in these loos there is no male female signs or disabled signs it's all everyone can use them all Uh, yeah they kept really good nick but i don't like the fact that from the outside you can't see in you know when someone's in there but you can still sit there and watch everyone walking past that's just a bit creepy but
1: that's
2: better Uh, hello hello Hello. i've not done the trousers <laughs> you're excited, Paul. Cool.
3: What? Oh, you still? I don't know where you went then. Um, but I was letting like you talk. Oh, sorry, man. I can't I, wait to do this in a room for the uh, first
2: time in forever.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I had an incident at Glastonbury where I queued from the toilet for about half an hour. I finally got there. I sat down and I realised I was eye level looking at the rest of the queue facing in front of me. So I could see over the top cubicle whilst having a poo and everyone staring at me. And it was the most top ten horrible moments I've ever had in my life. <laughs> the other nine
0: have been at Stand and Deliver. Uh, seven. Um, I to say, well, nine for me, then. I, I uh, won't tell you. Well, I
3: tell, one of those was like that comedy gig during a wake. Do, do you not remember that? that? What's that pub called?
0: Oh, what, The one by the train station
3: no there was like the one in oh i won't name the pub because it might but a certain person organized a comedy gig on the same night as yours had and stand and deliver i got there and uh, yeah it was a wake downstairs and comedy was upstairs oh
0: yeah yeah i got a message from the person who organized that going you could have told me there's a wake going on i said i've never been to that venue
3: (laughs) It didn't help that I came in in a Pac Man jacket because no one no. told me. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that that was our gig. Yeah, that's in there. That's probably top five of worst moments. So, what's your number one? Number one. Oh, what is my number Speaking one? we. I don't know. What is the. I'll have a think about it because there's been, there's been a few bad ones along the way.
0: I think that's one of the worst days. ones for me gig wise was um, in this little pub in the middle of nowhere and when I turned up uh, Sandy Wardrop was on the bill and Sandy is a very very clever um, comedian and you need to have a good level of English to understand his material and find it hilarious
3: a lot like me (laughs) yeah
0: and
2: um... <laughs> great vote of confidence there.
0: Yeah. And uh, when we got there, there was only three people out of the forty-fifty-ish people there that spoke English. I won't lie; I pretty much ripped off uh, Norman Wisdom, uh, and they loved me.
1: Ooh.
0: But Ooh. the reason why I didn't like it for was the guy who was the promoter it was also comparing it. And because he realised actually all the other acts spoke English, um, so it wasn't going to go down too well, um, he ended up doing a wrestling fight and his little cock and balls fell out of his pants. And I was commentating on this fight and all I could see was him squatting over the top of somebody as his cock and balls fell out. And all, was almost brushing said person's nose. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh. I thought of the best, worst one, but I don't know if I can talk about it. Uh, uh, Paul, do, do you remember that one in a certain football club? <laughs> Are we gonna get Lynch? I can't. I can't. It, no. No. It's...
0: No. They don't listen to the podcast. It's fine.
3: Yeah, but I just feel bad about the whole thing because it's so. It's so dark. I think well, we can brilliant. go dark. Please, oh,
0: please tell it. It's go one dark. of my favourite stories, AMJ. So basically,
3: Paul put me in to do a gig, and he said it's a charity one. I was like, all right, I've got some new stuff, and I got to. Uh, I, I, I got on the stage. and thought there's no one in the room except a five year old the band and this couple. And I'm just doing, like, everything at the moment, like, because I had a new five minutes at the time, seeing if it was work. And, like, I got annoyed because everyone was outside on the field.
0: like the football game was
3: still happening. Yeah, the football (laughs) game was still happening. to put me on. And then everyone had gathered in the middle and they're talking really loudly. I'm thinking, do you know what? This isn't fair. I'm going to, like, start up in the ante and here. So I was being unnecessarily loud to three people. At one point, I spoke to this kid and he was just running around called Mayor. I was like, what's your favourite swear word of all time? And he said...
0: Okay, hold on, before you say the words, MJ,
3: yeah.
0: this kid was no older than six years old.
3: Yeah, he was no older than six. <laughs> I get and, a bleep button ready. Yeah, and he, <laughs> I said,
0: what, what, what's
3: your favourite... No, I didn't say what's your favourite swear word. I said, what's your favourite word ever? And he just said, really loudly so then obviously his parents turned against me because I was going to take what he said and turn it into a song and then I didn't and then I just got really annoyed that people were gathered outside and they booked me in and I made all this effort to come here and they put me on to no one and I was just shouting out the window going the fun's happening in here this is where the fun is and Paul didn't tell me that it was a memorial night to... uh... (laughs) get money for a plaque I believe at the time for someone who had recently passed away
2: <laughs> so
3: they? what they saw was an ungrateful man just shout at them through the window so when they come back in they were just looking at me full of yeah. anger
0: <laughs> and, uh,
3: and then you went on after the band how was that
0: no I went on before and after the band
3: oh mate Because
0: remember, what, what, I, had to, I had to introduce the band with five minutes yeah Um, whilst the players were starting to come in after their showers, and uh, and then I got to do my set after the band. And uh, let's just say, MJ, I was invited back. Um, I don't, I I remember the ringing endorsement. Here's what, here's a quote you can put on your poster: (laughs) don't bring that back with you again.
3: But no one told me. Like, you don't turn up to a venue and, like, don't brief something like that. That's, that's Like, if you're going to put on a, anyone listening to this, you're thinking about putting on a charity event, event in your pub, event anywhere. Talk to your friggin' axe before putting them on the stage. Explain what's happening with the night. Take five minutes of the evening to talk to the people you have booked. Do not then... Make them so angry they have a go at someone during a very heartfelt conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I look back at that and shudder.
2: Talking of shuddering. Paul, did you, uh, did you listen to or watch, sorry, your uh, your film for the film review? Oh,
0: what, The Meg?
2: The Meg.
0: The Meg.
3: The 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 chef, did chef I, chef I watch The Meg? No, Herbie goes bananas. This is it.
0: No, I thought I meant to be reviewing bad films Not top of the best Um, I did, I did watch The Meg um, Ooh, let's, let's, let's
2: stick in Stick in a
0: jingle It's time to Listen to Paul And his nasally voice He is So boring It's Film Review With Paul Tell so, us more about The Meg So uh, The Meg did you know the Meg is actually an abbreviation for the Megalodon, which was um, the largest marine predator that ever existed? Blimey. So basically they've they've brought back. It's like Jurassic Park, but in the sea, um, although they acid don't actually bring it back from de- the dead at all. It's nothing like Jurassic Park, but it could be.
3: Mark, did you just say Acid Park? No, I said it's a massive park. Oh, sorry, I just, just like got really confused. I'm sorry, to drop It's a
0: massive park. park. It's what Jurassic Park. Wrong.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's the way to make baby Jurassic Park pool. Get make. people to drop acid, <laughs> and then I they think they've seen anything.
2: <laughs> acid park. <laughs> we go with that. Anyway, the Meg.
0: The Meg, acid um, shark,
2: eats people.
3: Massive shark, not acid shark. Acid, acid. shark, do do, do, do do Acid shark, do, acid. Do, 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 do. Run away the shark. Eh, 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 from your inner fish. <laughs> uh,
0: head shark, do, 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 do Um, so, the the Meg, uh, it was fun. It was a fun film. Okay. It's, it's not going to set your world on fire. It's not going to make you think. But it's a nice, fun film. Jason Statham is very pleasing on the eye. And I got a little bit jealous of his physique and also his hairline. And he's bald. That tells you how far my hair has gone back recently. Um, however, I thought it was a good watch. The CGI was better than Food Fight. What
2: CGI? Is it not a real massive shark?
0: Jason Statham um, was C- C- CGI'd on it. Of course, the massive uh, shark was real. Um, there it is. And, you know, the I, I know why you asked me to watch it for Cridland. Why? Because there's so many bad puns in the film. Is there? Uh... Yeah, I was upset that nobody said, uh, after they'd been attacked by the Meg, I was upset no one said, oh, I've got a bad haddock. <laughs> I, was up, I was upset by that. So it, that lost it two Tingy Ticks. Oh.
2: Um,
3: if if was, you've been attacked, though, by a massive, like, shark, the last thing you're going to say is, oh, I've got a bit of headache after that. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't
2: think that even works.
0: No, no, AMJ, it's because the puns were coming thick and fast at this point. Oh Yeah. So um, awesome, amazing, great are three words I wouldn't use to d- describe this film. But it is enjoyable. It is a bit of fun. Um, I am going to give it six tingy ticks.
2: Ooh. That's a good score for that. Line.
0: <clears throat> it's good. I think, as, uh, as we've mentioned,
2: superheroes and uh, fictional characters, how about watching The Watchmen?
0: The Watchmen. Watchmen.
2: Yes, Watchmen. The uh, there's a there's a film on uh,
0: Amazon well, Prime. I the... men, I was escorted out the gym.
3: <laughs> hey. Actually,
2: this is this is one word. Watchmen. Yes. The
1: uh, yeah. the and
2: ex. When an ex superhero is murdered, a vigilante named Ross, whatever it is, begins an investigation into the murder. Yes, it's a uh, yes, it's a, a superhero kind of thing. To, uh,
0: I'm going to watch Ooh. it too, Paul. Oh, Amazon wants me to pay for it. Ugh. I'm not going to watch we, it.
2: You're obviously you're not logged in because it says included with Prime on mine.
0: Uh, mine. Mine says from 189. Oh, no, that's the TV series. Ah, the TV. Yeah, series. Not the TV series. Incredible. Um, yes, there
2: you go. The Watchmen film. That is free. That is Woo-hoo. free. There we go. That's next week. Um, we are running out of time. So, does anyone have uh, an interesting news story that we can finish up on for this week?
0: Um, I did. Um, it's, it's toilet-based. Oh. Um, and it's, it's the new urinals. Have you seen them? They're popping up in quite a few cities in Europe at the moment. No. They, uh, so, you know like how a man sees a tree and goes, that's a urinal? yeah and basically in the middle of these city centers they're putting up about four or five of these big bollards with urinals around them no walls nothing anyone can go and use them so ladies can go and get themselves some chiwis and they can <laughs> use to go for a wee wee
2: that's weird where um, are these
0: and they're, they're dotted around um europe but i think the one that i saw um, was in Amsterdam, Ooh. I believe.
2: That's just weird, yeah. though. Because yeah, uh, you know, it's bad enough when uh, yeah, you know, when someone's watching you anyway, like being in a public place,
0: <laughs> yeah. The um, because the, they
2: stage fright, yeah,
0: because <laughs> uh, they are the, the idea, the reason why they've come out for is they think it's actually going to help with uh, the pandemic. Because you're not having to touch door handles to get into places. Um and um, I I apologize, I apologize to people of Amsterdam. That was the that was the glass toilets we're talking about. It's actually oh, yeah. mainly in France at the moment.
3: Ooh la. la.
0: Ooh but la these two la people
3: from Amsterdam.
0: Yeah, point are
3: me to Le pissy. Le Pessoa. Le The yeah. La is something very different.
0: Yes, yeah, that's swivel. You can still be in do. there. Yeah. It just yeah, so you used
2: to, We in the Piscine You can't do it in the in the old Dover one now. Car park. That's
0: what it, it is. It, I I I'll be honest, I was tempted to walk there and just pee on the car park for old time's sake. Oh I did.
2: <laughs> it was a
3: great time. I mean I didn't enjoy the run. Uh but uh yeah it was nice, it was nice. You know when you stood there going, do you know what? It still smells of chlorine that car park.
0: Oh, last yeah. I heard,
2: that was going to be turned into a drive-through McDonald's. Was the last, the last. Uh, well,
3: word I heard that. it
0: was going to be a drive-through Costa. Oh yeah, that as
2: well. Uh, that as well.
0: well.
3: I heard it was going to be a drive-by KFC, where every now
2: and then the Colonel gets a little angry and kicks off. <laughs> oh, talking to to KFC quickly. Last, yep. last thing I think we should finish on. Have you seen? It's not finger looking good anymore. Yeah, this no. annoyed me. Yeah. So because of all this, uh, yeah. It, it, trying to stop the spread of covid they've taken away the finger licking part of it so it's just it's good
3: but if your hands are clean and sanitized anyway you should be uh, no do you know what i'm not happy with this I, if i want to lick my own
2: fingers i'm going yeah. to you're still touching you're still touching the chicken and eating it anyway so well
0: yeah and you know what they've got more things to worry about they're teaching you to stick your bone in somebody's greasy bucket
2: yeah <laughs> It's not
0: right. Exactly.
3: I've had enough of the Colonel. He's had it easy, far too long.
2: Yeah, In with his big head, little body. Look at the packaging.
3: His big head. Do you know what always confused me as a kid? For years, I used to think that the Colonel was based on the chicken drumstick and they just drew the face around that and it confused. You know, one of those things you look at when you're really young going, oh, that must be, I didn't even know there was a real Colonel for years. I thought it was just some massive marketing thing where they're going, oh, that chicken looks like a person, so they made it. <laughs> That's an interesting yeah. fact.
2: Not funny, but there you go. Well done. So, on that note, I'm going to say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Goodbye. I'll lick my own
3: bloody fingers if I want.
0: I'll lick your fingers too, AMJ. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Musical Insights.